are the champion. The one that holds the line and finishes the mission. Everything that you want is within your grasp. You wake up in the morning ready to dominate the day. And every step taken is with purpose and integrity. Because you were not put on this planet to live a mediocre existence. You are here to conquer and make the biggest impact possible. Not only for yourself, but for your family and for your tribe. This world is a battlefield, but we will be victorious. This is the Norse mentality. What's up, guys? I hope that you are having a glorious day. If this is your first time listening to the Norse Mentality, my name is Andy Lewis. With me here is Cody Whitley. And this whole podcast is designed to help you reach your truest potential and climb to the highest peaks of success. And on every episode, me and Cody talk about different topics and provide tools and all of these different things that have helped us level up in the hopes that it'll help you as well. And it's not that we think that we're at the top or anything of the sort. It's just that we are on a similar journey as you and coming together sharing what we've learned along the way, helping each other out is what life is all about. I truly believe that that is every person's purpose on this planet is to help other people. So the Norse mentality at this point in my and Cody's life is our purpose. So on the last episode of the Norse mentality, we started diving into the Havamal, which is a collection of old Norse poems. The Havamal translates to words of the high one, which is Odin. Now, these collection of poems are pretty much rules and lessons and stuff like that that will help you be a better person and live life more effectively. And on the last episode, we were talking about the importance of wisdom. If you haven't listened to that one, definitely go back and do so after you finish this one right here. Now, this one, we're going to be talking about moderation and how it will make you a stronger person. As I'm studying the have them all this time around, that is something that keeps sticking out over and over and over again. It's stressed how important moderation is, especially when it comes to eating, drinking, and speaking. Now, I think that this is more important now more than ever before because of the time that we live in. We have an abundance of everything. And if we are not careful with indulging in it, it can weaken us. It can deprive us of our internal strength and it can make us a miserable person because we are depleting ourselves of dopamine, which if you don't have dopamine, you're not going to have the motivation to pursue life. You're also just not going to feel fulfilled and all these other different things. So this is why I think this episode will be so important is because we all overindulge now. We have everything that we want at all times, either if it's food Alcohol, nicotine, caffeine, pornography, which don't watch fucking porn. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there right now. Moving on. Netflix. It doesn't matter what it is. We can overindulge in it. And whenever you overindulge in anything, it leads to you being dependent on it. When you are dependent on something, it becomes your crutch. You can't stand upright without it. If you're not able to stand upright on your own, you are weak. But we don't think about that. You have people say, oh, I need my cup of coffee. I can't function without my coffee. You can't function without coffee? Why is that a badge of honor? Why do you think it is? I think people just get caught up in, I think it could be routine. 
maybe that's like how they start their day every day and they think that they need that to get started, referring to coffee, or something that they think that they need to be able to take action. When in reality, you don't need anything. That's what I want people to understand from this episode is we're all going to utilize everything that we have available available nowadays. I drink caffeine almost every day. I consume some sort of nicotine, either if it's cigars or just nicotine pouches every day. I take pre-workouts a lot of the times. I take Glorious Morning, which is one of our supplements. I do all these things as well. So I'm not saying that you can't indulge a little bit. You should, especially if it allows you to perform better. Why not? My point here is that we should not become dependent on it. Is because when we become dependent, we can't function without it. Caffeine's a good example of this because we've all experienced caffeine withdrawals if you just cut it out instantly. You have headaches, you experience body aches sometimes. Like you're going through withdrawals. When you're going through withdrawals, you're not functioning at your best. And then you also have to get used to not consuming caffeine anymore and not operating at that same state as you were because it's heightened, right? Now, if you consume it in moderation and you use it as a tool when needed, it can be very beneficial. Whenever it comes to pre-workout, it's the same thing. A lot of people cannot work out if they do not take a supplement beforehand. Now, I'm not bashing supplements. We make pre-workouts, but it is a tool. And even with that, I make myself not take it all the time because I don't want to be that type of person that gets to the gym. It's like, well, I don't have my pre-workout, so I can't work out. Of course, you can fucking work out. That is a mental block. That is now a crutch that you are relying on. I'm going to stress this over and over again throughout this episode. I'm going to sound very redundant. And I don't give a shit because I want this to really sink in here. When you become reliant on anything, even other people, in order to function on a daily basis, what happens when you don't have that anymore? You're fucked. We should not ever allow anything to weaken us if possible. Overall, what we're talking about here is... Anything that will that you think you need to take action in the first place, like like you mentioned with pre workout, if you get to the gym and you're like, oh man, I don't have my container of pre workout or my energy drink or whatever, yeah, I, I just can't work out because it's going to be a waste of my time because I don't have this to get me to a certain level to be able to go into the gym and perform at my at my best. That's a crutch, and if you don't have that, you're using that not having whatever that vice is to take action. Right. And you can't have that because you should be able to perform when necessary, no matter what. That's what puts you at the top. If you want to be at the top, if you want to win this game of life, if you want to climb to the highest peaks of success, you have to be able to perform based off your own internal strengths. And that that's the thing. We all have everything that we need inside of us. We don't need external things in order to function, like pre-workouts, coffee. We don't need Netflix in order to enjoy downtime. We don't need 
social media. We don't need all of these different things. We don't need junk food in order to satisfy cravings. Everything that you have is within you. We even do this with other people when it comes to love. I have to have someone else love me or I don't feel loved. You can just love yourself and you don't need anyone else. The whole point here is that we should want to be self-reliant. We should want to be a self-reliant individual because that means we are a strong individual. Can you get help from other people and other things? Absolutely. Why not? It's just going to make you better. But at the end of the day, make sure that you can still function without it. Now, I'm done beating that horse. So we're going to move on to the next part. And this is something that I don't think most people realize. And whenever I was kind of going over this podcast topic in my head, it came up. I was like, fuck, I never looked at it from this perspective. But overindulging in anything decreases our quality of life because we believe that we can't be happy without it. There are people that think that they can't be happy without coffee. There are men, unfortunately, a lot of fucking men that think that they have to watch porn multiple times a day in order to be happy. When in reality, it's making you less happy. Or people that think that they have to watch the television every single night when they get home. That's actually depleting you of happiness as well. Do you not think that humans have never been happy up until the past 50 years as technology rapidly increased? No, I would say we are more miserable now than ever before, and yet we have everything. There's a lesson to be learned there. The more that you can simplify your life and the more that you can become reliant on yourself and not other things and other people, the happier you will be because it will also make you more grateful. When you have this mindset that you always need more, 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 more. I can't be happy unless I have more. Can't be happy unless I have more money. Can't be happy unless I have more sex. Can't be happy unless I'm going to the gym two times a day, seven days a week. Can't be happy unless I'm eating all this junk food. Can't be happy unless I have a drink every single night when I get home from work. That's bullshit. You can 100% be happier without all of that stuff. You won't allow yourself to do so because you've become dependent because you have not practiced moderation. Now, I have fallen into this trap so many times and it took me a very, very long time, years and years up until recently actually to realize like this is the reason for my unhappiness because what I realize is that whenever I overindulge and with me, it's always with stimulants. I am a stimulant junkie. Anything that allows me to go faster and get more shit done, I become very addicted to it rapidly. But what also happens is that every other aspect of my life starts to spiral downwards. Spiritual, mental, physical, because I'm not resting as much and stuff like that. But whenever I'm overindulging in anything, I start to spiral downwards emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Let's kind of tackle it from, you know, a, a graphical standpoint. You know, if you start to indulge in something, you're on this kind of up uptrend. Let's just use caffeine as an example. I think it's one of the most like overused. It's the most used yeah, drug on the planet. On the planet. Yeah, it's probably one of the most addictive too. I'll, I'll throw that For out sure. there as well. So if we're talking about it from a graphical standpoint, if you're overindulging caffeine, 
on a daily basis and you're going up this up 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 climb and you reach the point where like you can't function without it anymore you're fatigued because you don't have it you know you're just drained and can't get anything done with it well you see that as an issue you're like oh well caffeine is is the problem here i need to cut it out completely so you start coming on this downward downward slope downward slope until you get to the bottom where you're completely abstinent from caffeine well because you cut it out so fast and you were dependent on it you start you know going through your withdrawal symptoms you start feeling you know anxious and fatigued and tired all the time well since you went from taking it all the time to completely cutting it out you start to crave it again so you get back on it and it just goes up 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 until it peaks again but the goal here is to find that middle line of balance moderation to where you can have this not be dependent on it and not you know it not become detrimental to your everyday health well when we deprive ourselves of something entirely it over consumes our thoughts and that's what people don't realize monks completely cut themselves out from everything because they think it's a sin or whatever and yet they have to try really hard not to always think about it and that's how we all are. If we just immediately cut out caffeine, all we're going to be thinking about is how we want caffeine. Compared to if we just cut it out a little bit, we use it in moderation as needed. It doesn't overconsume our thoughts. Well, we can only think about one thing at a time. We can only devote our energy in one direction at a time. Are you going to waste that mental energy on thinking about something you can't have? Or are you going to devote that time and energy to pursuing your goals, pursuing the work, pursuing your purpose? That's what we need to think about here. It's never a factor of I need to completely deprive myself of it. Because if you completely deprive yourself of it, it's probably not necessary unless it's like a lot of drugs, pornography once again, shitty food, etc., when it comes to these tools that we use, like nicotine, pouches, caffeine, pre-workouts, stuff like that, well, now we're just using it as moderation. We're using it as a tool, meaning that if we have it, cool. If we don't have it, not a big deal because I'm probably going to have it tomorrow or maybe I'll have it later on today or something like that. We're not obsessed with the thought of it, and that's what we have to avoid here is we have to avoid getting obsessed with not having something because whenever you're obsessed with not having something that's all you can think about you're not able to devote that time and energy to other things so it's finding moderation it's finding that balance okay i know that i need caffeine the most when i'm working first thing in the morning say from 9 to 12 i'm going to drink some caffeine i'm going to cut that out around noon because i don't want it to affect my sleep okay cool you used it as a tool then I'm going to take pre-workouts on my really heavy lifting days. Like the days I really need to put in some work, I'm going to take caffeine or I'm going to take a pre-workout. But if I'm going to do cardio, I don't need a pre-workout for that. So it's finding that balance. It's finding that moderation. And it's not allowing it to decrease our quality of life. Because if our thoughts are over consumed by it. If we're always thinking about, oh, fuck, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. You're not going to be happy anymore. You're going to be obsessed with not having something instead of living in a place of 
abundance where it's like, I can have it if I want it, but I don't need it. Which leads me to my next point is that not practicing moderation, overindulging in all these different things, it makes us live in a state of scarcity because in the back of our head, we're worried about, fuck, what if I don't have it? What if I don't have that pre-workout before I go to the gym? What if I don't have caffeine when I wake up in the morning? I'm not going to be able to function. My whole day is going to be ruined. I have to have it. If I don't have it, like life's going to be terrible. Instead of being like, there's an abundance of everything. Money is another another situation with this. The reason that people don't make more money is because they're so scarce with it. They think that they have to hoard it. When in all reality, money is energy. The more money that you put out there, the more money that will come back to you. And that's some woohoo shit, but I promise you that is the way that it works. That's why like, I am very generous when I give tips. That is why like, I don't mind spending money on people that I care about. I don't mind spending money when I go on vacations to create new experiences and stuff like that. I don't mind buying gifts for people because I know that it's going to come back to me because I'm not hoarding it. It has to be moving. Everything has to constantly be moving. You do your advancement as a person, reading, all this stuff. Like We always need to be growing. Money always needs to be growing too. You're not going to grow money by just sitting there. Think about it. How, do, how does money grow? It's by reinvesting it into something else. So either you can take your money and you can hoard it and be like, I don't, I don't have enough of it. If I don't have this, like I'm fucked, you know, life is going to be terrible or you can be like, okay, like I have this money. I'm going to put it over here. I'm going to invest it into this business, this stock, maybe invest it into courses, books that allow me to level up, to learn more and all these different things. And as a return, you're going to get that money back later on down the road, and you're going to have more of it. Now, if you have money and you just put it there and it's not doing anything at all because you're so scared of losing it, of, of losing it, you're living in a place of scarcity. And that applies to absolutely everything. I use the money reason, not necessarily because people have an overconsumption of money, but they could. Because think about it, moderation and spending as well. We don't want to overspend you know, we don't want to go buy a $100,000 car if we're only making $50,000 a year. We it's need to practice moderation with it. Yeah. Right. But a lot of people do that because they're obsessed with competing with other people. They think that they need more money in order to be happy. Especially nowadays in the materialist age that we live in. We think that we can only be happy if we obtain more things. But in all reality, the more shit that we obtain, the harder our life gets. Think about it. If you buy a huge house. You just buy this fucking giant ass house. Well, now you have to keep up with that house. Or if you buy a huge piece of property, which I would love a huge piece of property, but also you're going to have to keep up with that property. If you buy a super expensive car, you're going to be so worried to drive this thing that you're not even going to be able to enjoy it. So the more shit that you get, the more scared you're going to be of losing it. Scared equals scarcity. And that's my whole point here. We need to practice moderation with everything, not just when it comes to what we're consuming, but also when it comes to money, when it comes to relationships. Separation for short periods of time in a relationship allows that relationship to grow back stronger. Me and my girlfriend, Felicia, are always around each other, nonstop. Luckily, I enjoy her company, but whenever we aren't, 
I always find myself missing her more than I usually would, right? Because I'm always around her. Same with me and you. Like, if I don't see you for a week or two, I'm like, fuck, I kind of miss being around Cody. Like, I miss our conversations and stuff like that. We don't always need to be around people either. We need to separate ourselves from people. And also, we need to be able to separate ourselves from everything and everyone to do internal work, to check in on ourselves. We can't check in on ourselves if we're constantly preoccupied with other people. So we need to practice moderation when it comes to relationships as well. So the main point with this whole little rant that I'm on, which happens on every episode, is not practicing moderation, living a life of overindulgence actually forces you to live in a place of scarcity and not live in a place of abundance, where if you practice moderation with your spending, with your relationships, with the supplements that you consume, TV, whatever it is, you have enough. We don't need more. We have everything that we need. And if we can come to that place, if we can come to that realization that, okay, I'm alive, I have shelter, I have food, I have water, I have a good group of people around me, community, tribe, family, I've got it all covered. I don't need anything else. If I have anything else, cool. It's just icing on the cake. But if you realize that you have the five essential things, Everything after that is, it's just good. It's just a bonus. It's just a little bonus. But you become happier with your life because you're grateful for the smaller things, the things that actually matter. We don't become happier by making millions of dollars. That's why there's a lot. I know a lot of millionaires and I know a lot of very miserable millionaires. Not all of them. Some people have it figured out, but it's because they know that this isn't everything. These five things are. And as long as I have these five things, cool. It doesn't mean that you don't have to work hard to obtain more for yourself. You always should. There's always more to obtain for yourself, your surroundings, everything else. But at the end of the day, you have everything that you need. And when you practice moderation and you limit overindulgence and stuff like that, you realize that. And because of that, you're grateful. And if you're grateful, you're vibrating at a higher energy frequency and your quality of life is going to be better and you're going to be happier. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode up to this point. I wanted to take a minute to talk about Glorious Morning. This is our superfood supplement flow with non-organic greens, six performance enhancing mushrooms, and a ton of antioxidants that prime your body and mind for success as soon as you wake up. You can grab it today at norsefitness.co and use the code podcast15 to save 15% on your order. Now, moving on to the next point, overindulgence limits our ability to adapt. If we want to play this game of life, if we want to win, if we want to climb to the highest peaks of success and we want to live life to its fullest, we have to be able to adapt because we cannot predict the future. We wish we can. We wish that we could, but we can't. We can only speculate. What kind of life would that be if you knew everything that was going to happen tomorrow, next week, the month? Right. Ahead? It would be it a would, very boring be life. Yeah. Well, because we cannot predict the future, we have to know how to adapt. We have to be able to survive with the bare minimum. Think about it. If you go out to the woods, you're going hiking, you're going camping for a few days, whatever. Your ability to survive off 
the least amount of resources as possible is going to allow you to succeed. Say you get lost, the weather goes ape shit, whatever might happen, maybe you get hurt. If you don't need all of this different shit, like some people go camping and it's like, you do not need all of this fucking shit. You do not need to bring your couch from your house to sit by Dude, the I've campfire. seen people bring their fucking TVs, man. It's, <laughs> it's sickening. But either way, that's the point. The less that you need, the more you're able to adapt to life circumstances, which are going to happen. You're going to get knocked around. Whatever trajectory you are on, I promise you, you're going to get derailed. Now, this derailment, there's multiple reasons for it. One is to teach you a lesson. There's a lesson for you to learn here in order for you to get to the final outcome. And then you're going to have that in your toolbox once you go to pursue something else. That's all life is. Every life experience that we have, everything that happens that we think is bad is just a learning lesson for us to add to our arsenal that's going to allow us to be better into the future, to live life more effectively. Now, when it comes to moderation, the less shit that you have, the more you're going to be able to adapt because you don't need anything else because you recognize the fact that you have everything that you need inside of you. I think a big part of that comes from the ability to tell yourself no. And it's one of the hardest things you have to learn how to do. And I say have because it is very imperative to tell yourself no to be able to move forward. You have to tell everybody no, including yourself. So one of the main reasons that people cannot grow their business is because they say yes to every opportunity instead of practicing moderation. It's like, no, like this is what we're working on and we're not going to take on anything else until we accomplish this objective. Then we'll move on to the next. Or when it comes to our time, people are always demanding more time from us. Whenever time is the most valuable resource that we have, whenever you learn to say no, Sorry, man, I don't want to go out to the bar this weekend because I got other shit going on that's better for me. Saying no to that, knowing that the other person might get a little bit upset, but it's like, this is not what's best for me. This doesn't serve me, so I'm not going to do it. But learning to say no against your primitive urges because the, the reason that all of this stuff spirals out of control whenever we don't practice moderation is because we have a very primitive mindset in there. Right, like We have primitive urges of comfort because that is what has allowed us to get to where we are in society, which is great. I'm very happy that mankind has busted its ass to figure out how to live a comfortable life. But now it has gone overboard. And if we do not learn how to say no, like you just said, we become weak, we become lazy, we become fucking fat, we become dependent on other people and other things. But learning to say no to these urges. Okay, I want an extra large pizza. I want an extra large pizza every damn day. I love pizza. Right, pizza <laughs> is very good. That doesn't mean I should do it though. It's having enough self-awareness of yourself to know, okay, this is not good for me. This does not serve me. I'm not going to do it. Instead of thinking, oh, well, I want this, so that means I need to go get it. Just because you're feeling something, just because you're thinking something does not make it good for you. We have to be able to separate ourselves from our thoughts and our emotions and guide our own ship because those are tools. Your emotions are tools. They're here one second, then they're gone. Your mind is a tool. Your thoughts are here one second, and then they're gone. You have over 60,000 thoughts a day. You only remember a handful of them, but 
Most people have over 60,000 thoughts a day. Are you taking every single thought seriously? Absolutely not. You're deciding. Thinking that you need to have a 12-pack every night or kill half a bottle of whiskey or watch porn or watch five hours of Netflix every evening doesn't make it factual. It doesn't make it reality. Like that it's not good for you. One of my decision-making questions when it comes to that and telling myself no is, is what I'm doing or is what I want to do moving me towards what I want to accomplish? And it goes back to you saying the thing about the pizza. I fucking love donuts. If you don't, if you don't <laughs> yeah. love donuts, I don't know if I can trust you. I'm not a, a big donut dude. I well, I'm not fuck, a big donut well, person. I guess we're gonna have to fight after this. We'll, we'll wait till the I'm episode's just gonna done. Leave out real quick. Get on out of here. Um, but I know that if I eat a dozen donuts every night, that it's not. It, it's going to hinder me more than it's going to help me because I'm going to be overloaded with sugar. I'm going to be overloaded with calories. I'm going to feel sludgy. And not be able to move as I want to do physically when it comes to Muay Thai, lifting, running, hiking. Working even. I know that it's going to set me back further than it's going to move me forward in that little short burst of pleasure that I get. So that's why it's so important to know what you want for yourself and your future. What kind of person do I want to be later on down the road? What future do I want for myself? What are my goals? which is why I'm so big on writing down your goals every day. Because if you write down your goals first thing in the morning, later on in the day, when you have that urge to indulge in something that you shouldn't, your consciousness is going to kick in. And you're like, yo, this does not align with our vision of the future. And then you have two choices to make. You can either listen to your conscience and do what you know is best for you, or you can do the opposite indulge in this shit that you shouldn't be doing and then you're going to fucking hate yourself that's what happens that's where depression comes from it's a terrible negative feedback loop right and then you get stuck in it because well i did this i feel so shitty about myself well i might as well just keep going because i feel shitty about myself and my coping mechanism is to eat junk food because i don't know how to say no to myself which is why I love the importance of getting out of your comfort zone because it forces you to push past that barrier. Every morning when I get into the cold tub, I've been doing this for over a year now. It never, ever gets easier. Every part of me is saying, fuck you. I'm not getting in that cold ass water. It's 530 in the morning. And I just have to do it. While this thought is playing in my head, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm not getting in there. I've already got a foot in the water. Whenever we get into the gym, I don't want to do another rep, but you force yourself to do another rep. That's you overriding the, the comfort, the, the primitive side of you that just wants to live in this place of comfort. So we can do this every day through small actions of just doing what we know is best for us, regardless if it's fun. That's the thing. People are so obsessed with being happy, but their definition of happy is completely delusional. You are not supposed to be happy all the time. 
That who told you that? Who told you that you were supposed to be happy nonstop? You're setting yourself up for failure with that mindset because life is a cycle of ups and downs. You might be up here one second. Life is going great. You can ride that out for a little bit, but I promise you it's going to go back down. And then when it goes back down, you have this delusional idea in your head that you're supposed to be happy all the time. So then you fall into depression even deeper instead of just realizing that this is life. Life is a cycle of ups and downs. Cool. I'm happy one day. The next day, I'm a little blah. Who gives a shit? I still have work to get done. But instead, we go, oh, I'm not happy. What do I need to do to be happy? Oh, I need to fucking do this. I need to do this. I need to overindulge in all this shit because we are fucking delusional. We put too much importance on emotions, happiness, depression, all this shit. I used to suffer from depression. And the reason that depression was so crippling for me is because I thought I needed to be happy all the time. And as soon as I got rid of that idea, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to exist. If I wake up one morning and I don't feel great, I'm still going to do what needs to get done because I have to. I have responsibilities. And guess what? I got out of bed. I started stacking victories. And then by the middle of the day, I was good compared to laying in bed, feeling sorry for myself, wondering why I'm not happy. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. But chasing dopamine, cheap dopamine fixes, like a whole thing of donuts or pizza or alcohol or drugs or Netflix or pornography. I keep talking about pornography and it's because I'm I fucking hate it so much, meaning that we're going to do an episode on it soon. But it's one of the worst things. And this is like, on this topic here, moderation, it's important. But actually, when it comes to that, there is no moderation. You just don't watch porn, right? But either way, we cannot allow ourselves to fall into that trap of, I need to do this in order to be happy. Because your brain will convince you that you need to do shit that is not in your best interest. We have to know to say We have to learn when that is necessary. This is my goal. This is what I want to accomplish. That's why you need to sit down and figure out what you actually want for yourself and your life. Then you need to write it down. You need to visualize it. You need to see yourself in the best shape of your life as much as possible. Because when you go to reach for that junk food in the cabinet, that image is going to pop into your head and you go, fuck. It's not worth it. Then you feel good about yourself because you had the power inside of you to resist compared to if you give into it. And that's what I mean by it gives you power to refrain from these type of things, to practice moderation, to not allow outside factors to be a crutch for you. Because as soon as you do that and you know it's not in your best interest, you're going to spiral downwards because deep down you know this is not the right thing for me you're playing the the long-term satisfaction game versus the short-term little dopamine releases in the long run you know you have this vision for yourself well you know that if eating donuts every day eating terrible food isn't going to get you there performance wise physique wise energy level wise then that's you playing the long game knowing that you know, I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to look better over here if I don't do these things. Now, 
the thing is here, if if you do have cravings for things, if you cut them out completely, you're going to have urges to like completely binge. Say you're on a strict diet all week, the weekend rolls around and you're just like, shit, I haven't had a donut all week. I'm going to eat a dozen. Is this you every week? I fucking love donuts, man. <laughs> it just, it is what it is. But, and used to, I, I would do that. Used to, I would just, I'm clean, clean all week. I, I, I can... I can have a whole pack of donuts and I'll be okay. Well, you start to to lose the the taste for donuts and the gratitude of donuts besides just having one and slowly eating it and really enjoying that one <laughs> donut. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to go buy some fucking donuts. Well, I, I know really you are. I know you are. But what have we shifted our mindset when it comes to that kind of stuff then? But I like what you're saying, like the gratitude part. If I only have one whiskey drink, I'm a big whiskey ginger person. My favorite drink, absolutely love them. But if I only allow myself to have one every couple months, maybe once a month, whatever, I enjoy it a lot more. So that's one benefit of it, right? The second benefit, and this is where we can change our mindset with it, is I'm going beyond the craving, I'm resisting the urge. And every time I resist this urge, I'm becoming stronger. I'm becoming a better person. I'm becoming the person that I want to be. I'm creating a better life for myself. If we can start thinking like that when we when we resist urges, that's going to give you the motivation to do so. It goes back to visualizing. If you can visualize this ideal version of yourself that doesn't eat junk food all the time, that's in better shape, that has more energy, that performs better at work, that's making more money, that's doing better in the gym, that has a hot-ass girlfriend, whatever it is, that's the motivation. But if we know that, okay, every time I resist the urge, every time I don't give in to the temptation, I'm becoming a stronger person. I'm becoming the person that I want to be. Tell yourself this shit. Use it as a tool. Because when you do that, you are becoming stronger. And then in the future... It's not going to be as hard. And then the longer you do it, eventually you just lose the urge entirely. If you would have told me when I was 24 that I would go six months without drinking, I would have said bullshit because I loved it so much. But that's the reality of my life now. I go months and months without drinking. I had one whiskey drink on my birthday. As you should. It's your right. fucking birthday. And then I think me and Felicia had like a glass of wine four months earlier. And then before that, I was in Iceland with Hasey. And that's like my rule. If I'm in Iceland with Hasey, I drink because it's Hasey. It's Hasey's favorite thing to drink with his friends. I love Hasey, so I drink with Hasey. But when I'm home, I don't allow myself to because it goes against every single thing that I want to accomplish. If I drink every night, I wake up feeling like shit. I look like shit. I perform like shit. It just, it doesn't align with my goals. So sit down, write down your goals. What do you want to accomplish? Visualize yourself as if it has already happened. And then use that as a tool every single day when you have these urges to indulge. See that. And then if you do indulge, sit there with yourself with the self-hatred. When your self-worth starts to go down. Which leads me to my next point. It reduces overall confidence. When we overindulge, 
when we become over-reliant on anything, it boosts our internal confidence. Well, if you want to accomplish anything in life, you have to have confidence. And the higher confidence you have, the more you're going to be able to stack victories, the more you're going to win. That's the only thing I give a shit about at this point. I want to win. I want to win at business. I want to win as being a father. I want to win as a friend. I want to win as a partner. I need confidence in order to do that. I used to lack confidence. Very bad. Same. Whenever I was five, all the way up until I was 10, I had an extremely bad stutter. I had fiery red hair covered in freckles. Around nine or 10, I was a little overweight. I got picked on all the time. I got bullied. I got fucking pushed around. A lot of hateful shit was said to me. Shit at home wasn't great. Everything about my life caused me to have zero confidence. And when I was in middle school, it was the same way. And then around 15, and this is actually kind of an interesting thing that I discovered lately. Around 15, there was a switch. I went from being Andrew to Andy. And I know that sounds a little weird, but my entire life, I hated when people called me Andy. And then around 15, I decided that enough was enough. I was going to become a different person. I was going to stand up for myself. I was going to pursue goals. I was going to make things happen. That's when I started going by Andy. And that's when I started really pursuing self-improvement because I knew who I wanted to be. Luckily, this happened at a very young age for me, but it's because my life was fucking shit up to that point. I hated myself. I hated that I didn't have confidence to go talk to girls. I hated that I couldn't look at someone in the eyes whenever I shook their hand. It's because I lack confidence. And it's probably because I overindulged in a lot of shit on top of all the other stuff that I talked about. But the reason I say that is because I know what it's like not to have confidence. Even up until I was 25, I had really bad social anxiety. Like I couldn't go places and just be there. Cause I was so scared of people looking at me and what they thought. Like, this is something I suffered with for a very long time. Now I don't give a fuck. I consider myself a very confident person. And I think a large part of that is because I don't overindulge in anything. I practice moderation and it's because of reading the have them all reading these other things, modeling people that I admire, modeling people that are where I want to be. That's the reoccurring theme here. Moderation. Having discipline. Discipline is just a form of moderation. Having the discipline to say no and to do what you know is right instead of doing what you know, instead of doing what you think you want to do. Understanding the consequences of your decisions. Understanding the consequences, right? But whenever we just allow ourselves to indulge in shit that we know we shouldn't, our self-worth goes down. And that's what I mean by when you do cave and you do what you know you're not supposed to sit there and actually feel that recognize how shitty it is. Don't distract yourself because that's what most people are going to do. They're going to be following a strict diet. They're going to be seeing progress. They're going to fuck up. And instead of recognizing that shittiness inside the way that they're feeling, they're going to pull out their phone. They're going to go on Instagram. They're going to turn on the TV. 
some form of distraction. They're going to do some form of distraction because as soon as they start feeling their self-worth go down, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to distract myself. I encourage you to do the complete opposite. When you fuck up, sit there with it. Look at it in the eyes and realize that you don't ever want to do that again. Are you going to? Absolutely. Because we all mess up. We will continue messing up until we die. But the way that we minimize that is that we look at it when it happens. We sit with ourselves. We make changes. We make changes. But that's the thing. The change never happens unless we recognize it first. The person that's overweight doesn't start going to the gym to get their life together until they look in the mirror one day and they go, fuck, I really let myself go. Or they find out that they have some, like their heart's going bad. Some kind of health condition. You know, some sort of health complication. Then they get their shit together. We can reduce the time that that takes by not distracting ourselves all the time and by listening to ourselves. Like I said, everything that you need is inside of you, including the wisdom and knowledge to live life effectively. The shit that me and Cody talk about, yes, like I think that what we are doing is helping people. I know that because we get messages and everything else about it, which gives me more fulfillment than anything else possibly could. But you don't have to listen to this podcast or read a book to know what's right or wrong. You already know inside of you, you just haven't taken the time yet to do so to actually do that internal work, to do that self-reflection, to see where you're fucking up, what kind of habits you need to start, stop overindulging in, and what you need to do to get your shit together, to become the person that you want to be and live the life that you want for yourself. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Norse Mentality. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. We make clothing, fitness accessories, supplements, and other tools to help you reach your true potential. If you're interested in grabbing something for yourself, you can go to norsefitness.co and use the code PODCAST15 to save 15% on your next order.